BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey, everyone out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here. Yes, you heard that right. It's me, Hammer. And I'm back from my hiatus. It was time well spent with my family after having welcomed our second child into the world. Uh, But now it's time to get back and behind the mic and to bring you some more BeastNet. It's a beautiful snowy day here in the Evergreen State. But for today's show, we're going to be taking a small trip via the interwebs down to the warmth of the Sunshine State, where we'll be hearing from a 61-year-old super fit badass who has a huge passion for life, training, and competition. She contends in a multitude of events ranging from the Boston Marathon, the Spartan World Championships, Ultra Beast, Battle Frog, Rugged Maniac, you name it. And she's also graced the podium many, many times at OCR World Championships, bringing home 12 gold medals and three silver medals, if I'm not mistaken. She also hosts the Extreme Fit Games, and if I'm saying this right, is it DECA events from Spartan? I am. We just Um, recently became an affiliate for DECA, and uh, it's amazing. I just love it. Of course, I love to compete in the DECA events. That's so. awesome. So if you don't know her by now, you should. Here to talk with us tonight is Heidi Williams. Good evening, Heidi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm enjoying the snow. <laughs> um, we didn't expect as much as we got. It's supposed to dump on us again tonight. So hopefully um, that will give me somewhat of an excuse not to go to work tomorrow. When we do get snow, it's it's nice because I like to get out and play it um, with my kids. And right. so we don't, I mean, you would think that us being as far north as we are, we would get it more often, but we really don't. We kind of live in this area surrounded by the Cascades and the Olympic mountain range and all that. And it kind of creates this weird environment where we don't get all the snow. The mountains get all the snow. So we like to enjoy it when we can. And fortunately for me, it's 85 and sunny here. <laughs> but I wish I had some snow uh, snowboard on and I could be snowboard, snowboarding because I really enjoy that. And I miss the snow a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember, man, I used to get out a lot as a kid and do a lot of snowing. This I lived in Germany at the time. My parents were, uh, my dad was in the military. So um, we used to snowboard a lot out in the, the pastures and stuff like that because it's all just rolling hills. And you could literally walk anywhere within a 10-mile radius and find hundreds of hills. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was, it was awesome. I, I, I love snowboarding. Um, I don't do it as much anymore just because um, I'm a little bit more prone to injury than I was then. Um. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <laughs> You're talking to us. I'll be 62 in a month. So. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, so to start out, I'd like to find out how you got your start in the world of OCR and other competitive events. Oh, wow. Well, that was, I was a competitive tennis player for years and a, well, runner and a gymnast and swimmer when I was younger and um, moved to Florida in my 20s and still ran a lot. And, and I started playing competitive tennis. I played competitive tennis for about 15 years and uh, actually won the Florida State um, Olympics uh, Masters. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, I had a partner, Kurt. And uh, we, we really killed it. But anyhow, I ended up getting tennis elbow and I thought, well, you know, I, uh, I used to run when I was younger. So I started running again and I entered a race and it was, uh, believe it or not, it was a savage race. And I thought it was a 5K road race. 
So <laughs> my son and four of his friends and myself went up to Central Florida and I entered and I thought, oh my God, what is this? And they had all these <laughs> obstacles and and then it became this challenge between the old bag and the kids, you know, and oh my God, I was addicted instantly. I was like, where has this been? Yeah. So yeah, I still have the old medals from Savage. I actually should give them to them because I have all the old medals and my, my bib and, and everything. So ever since then, it's probably been about going on seven years now. Wow. And then I, you know, I just uh, started to learn. I never knew how to climb a rope. I could only make three runs on a monkey bar and a couple push-ups, And so anyhow, it's just, and now here it is. You've got domino effects into where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> but I absolutely love it. I love the environment. I love the people. I love everything about it. It's such a great. I haven't picked up a tennis racket since, believe it or not. And I love tennis. So yeah, but uh, yeah. So here I am. Yeah, and and you know that seems to be the common consensus with everybody that we've talked to, the community, just the overall events. It's like it's like this. Like I don't know this bug that just kind of bites you. And then after that, you're just, you're hooked. And you know, it's been this past year has been kind of torture for myself and uh, my brother-in-law and our good friend, Mike, he's uh, he's the other host. My brother-in-law is actually Don, the, uh, the podcast manager. And so we've um, I know they've been getting out and doing some local events and stuff like that. But with me being home on my hiatus and all that, I, I've been kind of missing getting out there and, and doing the races and, and getting dirty and, and just, it's, it's part of who I am. And this last year has just really been kind of like, thanks to not being able to get out and do it, but uh, we're, we're moving up in the world, I guess we're, we're on like phase two of our reintroduction back into some sort of normal society. Right. Um, so I'm hoping that the, uh, the lovely governor doesn't shut us down again and, close everything off because it, it would be nice to get back out and compete again and you know have fun yeah i'm not sure how it is with you up there but it goes by county here in florida it depends on you know i mean i'm pretty fortunate i have my own gym so yeah i was able to go in and you know and train whenever i wanted to and and uh but it was you know it was tough for a lot of people and it still is you know oh, right yeah. here from other my friends in other states that they can't even they can't do anything and it's yeah. you know so we're very fortunate down here. Yeah. For a while there, we couldn't really get out and do much. Um, we just recently opened up into phase two. And for us, I believe it's a statewide thing. They, they're just doing different phases. And based on the progression of the actual state is how they let us up into these different phases. Just recently, we went into phase two, which finally allows for indoor dining, where everything like has to be 25% of max capacity. That's the, you know, the amount that are people that are right. to account for social distancing and all that. So um, a lot of local businesses have really, really been struggling up here. And I know in other states where they've kind of completely shut everything down, local businesses have really been hurting. It's it's good that you know that we're actually getting back up and into some sort of you know semblance of of normalcy, yeah, so to speak. If you want to call it normal, yeah, well, <laughs> the yeah, normal, yeah, the new normal. And I I don't think I personally don't think things will ever get back to the way they were before all of this. But you know, I guess we just have to take every day as it comes, right? So. Now. And now a word from our sponsors. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And we're back. So of all the events that uh, that you've, you know, that I mentioned before in the intro and all that, 
What do you think in particular? Like, what's what's a good moment that jumps out to you as your favorite? Oh, my favorite race. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's so many. You know, I love them all because I just, you know, I, I, every race I go to, I'm so excited to be able to see my friends that I just absolutely love. You know, I would have to say my favorite was um, the 24-hour Enduro in Australia. And because oh, I got, yeah, it was amazing. And, you know, I just, uh, my dear friends, Laura and Geary and Deanna Blake and, you know, Amanda and, you know, everyone in Australia just absolutely loved them. And, you know, was able to spend time with them. I, we actually stayed with Laura and Geary in their home and, you know, traveled with them and did a lot of things. And so I'd have to say that that was probably my, my ultimate favorite race, uh, both years that I went, you know, second year I went, I was injured, but I pulled off a silver. So that was good. (laughs) Yeah. I blew my cap out. Uh, I blew like solace muscle out like, uh, three weeks prior. Oh man. Like a freak. Yeah. It was a freak accident. I just started running and and all of a sudden I was like, I couldn't even walk. So I went to a physio in, in Australia. I got to this guy there. He's amazing. And he was like, you know, you just got to do your best. So I did. And uh, yeah, he's, he's wonderful. Helped me out. And uh, so I was able to, you know, I was one lap short of taking the gold again. But uh, that is so you know, crazy. Hey, I was lucky I could even run, you know, 24 yeah. hours with a blown calf muscle. So, you know, I was real pretty happy with that. Yeah, I mean, you pulled off a silver. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did. I probably would have just cashed it in. I'd have been like, you know what? <laughs> I, no, I'm not going to do this. Like, I was I actually going to go out for another lap, and Gary came in and he's like, "Do you really think that you can?" I mean, my mind was telling me that I can do it. Yeah. But you know, your body and your mind are two different things. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Is it really worth it? So you know, I wanted to do it, but Gary was like, Heidi, you just, you know, can do you yeah. think you can do it in this amount of time? I th- and I think my second favorite ultimate race was, it was on my bucket list for years. And a friend of mine encouraged me to, to, to do it was the, um, the Barkley, the Barkley 50. And uh, so I did that two years in a row and finished. So I was, I was really happy. I think I'm the oldest, oldest woman has ever finished it. Still alive. Wow. <laughs> But I love it. I did it two years in a row and it's just, it's an amazing race. Of course, you don't know what the hell to expect out there with Laz. I mean, he's out of control and, you know, you go out and you, they, it's not a mapped out course. You have a map in one hand and a compass in the other, and you have no GPS, you have nothing. So it's, that's another amazing race and I'm happy to finished it. And actually this year I had to do rat jaw twice. So rat jaw once is bad enough, but doing it twice, <laughs> is, oh, it was brutal. So yeah, those are, those are my favorites. I'd have to say. Awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I, I haven't really traveled too far for any of the events. I guess that's kind of the, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a, a downside, but I mean, we've traveled some distances for, for events. We've gone down to Oregon for some, mm-hmm. um, I know, uh, some of us have gone over to Mount or to Montana. Some of us have gone to Canada. Um, I know we have, we have Canadian friends of ours that come down here for, for race right. events and stuff, but Australia, man. So, so when you go over there, is it like you go over there, like you fly in a couple of days before the event, you have to adjust all this jet lag oh, and then yeah. you go it into takes, the event or, or do you takes like me about a week? takes me about a week to get acclimated because I, uh, I, yeah, because I'm a flatlander here. I'm below sea level. 
we're like way low here. Yeah. So any, anytime there's any kind of elevation, I have to go a week ahead of time. Cause I can, I can quickly suffer from altitude sickness. So okay. I have to be real careful. So we go out a week ahead and hang out with everyone and, and, you know, train there. And Good. yeah. So we go a week ahead of time. Oh, I, I must mention my, my other favorite race too, was the 24 hour, um, platinum rig event, which I have here. Oh, yep. There Dom it is. has uh, sponsored us as well. And he sent a bunch of little goodies down for everyone for the race. And yeah, that was in an, another 24 hours of nonstop obstacles, which was just, it was crazy. And uh, we, and we did a team event that year. I had uh, four guys and I was the only female on it. And we actually, I think we got I can't remember if it was third or fifth place. I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I was like delirious. After. <laughs> we got, we got money. We got a check. So it was great. Hey, we had go. a great time. And yeah, so that was another great event. So, I mean, they're all like, it's hard to pick which one was my favorite. Cause they're, they're all just so, yeah. you know, they have their all different qualities of things that I enjoy. Yeah. So it's funny. Cause I normally, whenever I think about what my favorite one is, um, it's usually the last one that I've done. Right. And, and, I, and I think that for me, I think that the reason it's that way is because I get into, you know, I get into these events because I'm like, oh yeah, I really love the last one that I was in. I want to do another one. And so I do another one. And then in the meantime, I'm asking myself, why did I sign up for this? This is torture. Like This is just ridiculous. I, I, I shouldn't be doing this. And then by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing another one of these ever again in yeah. my life. And then, <laughs> and then you're, you're signing up real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get home and I'm just like, I wonder if there's another event coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm it's, telling you, it's a, I'm mainlining it. It's like, a, it's right, like a drug. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, I believe when it. I ran the Colorado 200, I was like, what am I doing out here? I'm in the middle <laughs> of the Colorado mountains, you know, for three days running Michelle Yates's race. And I'm thinking to myself, what is wrong with me? And then I couldn't wait till the end to find out when she's going to have another event. It's like yeah. craziness. So yeah, it's, I don't know if there's something wrong with us or, or it's just the, uh, the amazing, quality of people that are in these events that keep yeah. drawing me back. I, don't, yeah. I, don't know. I think, I think it's kind of a combination of the two. You've, you've got the community that, that really keeps you focused, you know, encouraged and stuff like that. I had never really experienced um, the whole runner's high thing until probably my second event. Cause the first event I ever did, I was just like, this is torture. This is miserable. I, <laughs> I did, I did my very first event with my brother-in-law and at the time I was just dating his sister and so when we, we went out to do this, I thought, you know, okay, this would be something to experience, you know, and, and have fun with my girlfriend and all that. And I, I was, I didn't want to do it. I was just like, this sucks. This is, <laughs> but after we got done with that, I was like, man, I'm exhausted, but why do I want to do another one already? And I think it's just that it's, it's that, that fix that we get, you know, it's the sense of accomplishment, the sense of, community. yeah, that that's, you hit the nail right on the head with that. It's this, it's this. I remember for me, I was like, oh my God, what is that? You know, as far as the <laughs> obstacle, what yeah. is that thing? And how the heck do I get through it? And, you know, to, to this day, I still analyze it before I go through it. If I haven't seen it, like if it's one of Dom's thing or, or, um, 
some force five thing that they've put together that you're like, okay, what am I going to, am I going to kill myself in this or what? <laughs> you know, as I run up to it and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, I'm very analytical as far as yep. that, you know, I kind of figure Same it out and then I go through it. And then after I'm done, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a pat on the back. It's like, okay, I've never seen that before. I don't know what the hell it is. And yeah. then all of a sudden you do it. And it's, it's such a high from the sense of accomplishment that you're able to do something like that. I mean, yeah. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I came from a family that encouraged us all. I'm the youngest of six kids, and we're all athletes. My brothers run 38 Boston marathons, and I mean, he's amazing. He's an amazing guy, and uh, you know, I'm so proud of him. But we've we've all been. My parents always encouraged us to, you know, there's there's no stopping you. If you believe in yourself, you can do anything. You can accomplish anything. Exactly. And unfortunately, when you're younger, you don't have that self-confidence to believe in yourself, you know, but as you get older, believe me, as you get older, you're like, hey, man, I, do I don't care if I die crossing that finish line, I'm doing it, you know, so, right. so as you get older, you're like, you know, you'll try anything and it's yeah. like the bucket list comes. And so, and then you, you start doing them and, and then it's just a challenge, you know, because, because it's, to me, um, you know, not, not only the environment and the people, but the the challenge as a, as an athlete for me, because I, I just like that. I like the, the, the adrenaline rush of, of yeah. what, you know, what I'm, I'm more of a hybrid athlete. I, you know, I love to run. I love strength uh, things, you know, CrossFit. I love, you know, I love high, you know, like high rocks or DECA, you know, anything like that. That's real intense. I, I love that kind of stuff. So anything that's going to put test my physical, mental and uh, endurance levels, uh, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um do you like the beast net do you want to keep hearing it be sure to follow us on facebook twitter instagram and more at beast pod so in, in addition to competing in all these events you've also taken to hosting events so let's let's kind of first talk about the the deca events how did you become involved in hosting these okay well uh corinna um, we all know who she is. She's an amazing uh, OCR athlete and uh, CrossFit competitor. Just happens to be like, I think she's just one of the most phenomenal athletes, female athletes out there. I just think she is. She had messaged me and told me about High Rocks. And she was like, this is this is all you. Because I was kind of in a dilemma, you know, after I hit 60 and um, a lot of the races kind of cut back on the master's elite, you know, the elite master's program with yeah. the money and stuff like that. I was like, you know, here I am, you know, I'm doing the same thing as the younger elites, you know, and beating a lot of them. And, yeah. you know, and now we're, you know, I'm getting a pair of socks, you know, it's like, so, yeah. uh, you know, I just feel that I, I was kind of like disappointed is not the word. I was kind of like, okay, where, where am I going to fit in? Where am I going to go? And, you know, Corinna was like, you know, you know, she just had messaged me like, because I didn't know anything about High Rocks and she's like one of their main and with DECA, she's like big into that. And uh, this is, she's like, this is right up your alley. So not knowing anything about it, I fly up to Chicago blind and enter a High Rocks competition. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is like, and you know, and I'm watching the guys, I'm watching it going on and, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I have to do. And I entered the elite, of course, you know, why not? If I'm going to kill myself, I might as well just throw my body right <laughs> into the sharks. And, uh, you know, it was great. I, I enjoyed it. You know, you got a thousand meter run and then you got a thousand meters gear and you got a thousand meter run and, you know, everything is like 
twice as intense as the DECA event. And, uh, you know, I pulled out a win in my age group, so I was really happy. The only thing that really stopped me in my tracks was the 275-pound sled push. (laughs) I was like, I hit that thing, and it was like hitting a brick wall. I was like, oh, this is – now it doesn't phase me, but that first time, you know, going in blind, I had never pushed any kind of weight like that or pulled it for that matter. So I was literally coming out of my sneakers, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was instantly addicted to that. And of course did the next one that was down in uh, flew into Dallas and, and did that one and, and pulled out a win there. So I was really happy and I've been practicing that anyhow on to DECA. Um, then DECA started doing their events, which is more geared toward um, any athlete you know, instead of all the leads and the high rocks, because it's pretty intense. I mean, let's face it, you're not going to get a beginner out there that's going to push 200 and some odd pounds, you know, 400 yards. I mean, that's a long way. Yeah. So it's, you know, and then run a thousand meters and then do all these, these zones. So the, uh, the uh, DECA is pretty much made up for um, any type of athlete, which is great because I, I host them at my gym every Sunday and it, because I have such a passion for this type of competition. It's so, I enjoy it so much. I enjoy watching people come back. Like the first time they do it, they're like, Oh my God, I'm never coming back. Like how we say, and then the (laughs) next week they're there and they're like, I got to beat my time. I'm going to do this. And you know, it's like, and, and they're addicted. They're like, I, you know, cause you get on a leaderboard. And so every time they come, they get better and better. And for me, it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a thrill because I, I, I love doing it and to see the passion in them, you know, getting to become better athletes and going from walking the, the 160, what if I'm doing a DECA strong or a DECA mile, or actually I've done a couple of DECA fits there as well. So they can get acclimated to actually competing in a Spartan, Spartan DECA fit. So I host a couple of those as well. And it just blows my mind how uh, amazing these athletes are. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I really like it. Of course, I love the tougher ones. I mean, I'm all for the deck of fit, throw yeah. me in for the 500 and, you know, in between each workout zone or the high rocks. So, you know, I love those. But, you know, I just became a uh, DECA affiliate. And uh, so we can host you know, the, the events here and uh, they send the t-shirts and the medals and, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. So cool. Have you done one yet? I have not. Oh, you got it. Yeah. I have, I have not been in any OCR or fitness event since 2019. Yeah. It's, Um, we have to be real careful because the COVID and the regulations. So we, we, we have, uh, we bought all the equipment. I mean, we just figured, you know what, forget about it. We're not going to just buy one of the tanks. We just, matter of fact, I ordered six um, M2s and ended up being that we needed the M4s in the event. So we had ordered four of those. So we, we have 7,500 square feet in the gym. So we separate it for the strong and four actual zones. And Mm. then we bring in the judges and then we, we do do it by heats. And then we have like a team of high school girls that are weightlifters there and they go in and they clean all the equipment after each person. So it's really, yeah, it's really cool. It's a really, it's a you gotta do it. It's it's an amazing event. And, you know, just, and I'm telling you, you're going to go back. (laughs) <laughs> for more abuse <laughs> um, i'm sure that's i mean that's that's how i usually am i sign up for it i go through the abuse i i curse myself and then i go home and get a good night's sleep and then i wake up and go and i want to do another one yeah where's so, it, at? Where's it at? <laughs> exactly exactly um 
So now let's kind of get into um, your other event, Extreme Fit Games. So what is Extreme Fit Games and what was the motivation to kind of bring your own event into the world? Well, Extreme Fit Games was kind of put together a few years back, even before High Rocks came out. I kept saying to my boyfriend, I was like, man, I want to do a short course. You know, we need, you know, something that's, you know, kind of like the, the when, um, uh, yeah, Tough Mudder had the Tough Mudder X. Remember yeah. that? Yep. It was similar to that. But I thought, you know, we don't need a real long run, you know, maybe break it up. So it was kind of my thoughts were kind of in between like High Rocks and DECA, but with, you know, with big obstacles in them. And then I was able to purchase um, a few years back, probably about four or five years ago, right when Battle Frog went under, I was able to uh, purchase one of Dom's Battle Frog rigs. Oh, wow. Yeah, with all the handholds and everything. So I've had that. And then I've, um, you know, got the Gibbons from Force 5 and Twisters. And, you know, we've just accumulated a lot of obstacles. And okay. um, so we're going to have, uh, we decided to host it. You know, we were supposed to do it in the in January. But unfortunately, my mother passed away unexpectedly December 1st. And, oh, that's uh, too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Right before her 98th birthday, she would have been 98 on Christmas Day. So it was a it was a big shock for our family and myself. And, you know, as far as the race, you know, everything was ready. We got the t-shirts, we got the wristbands, we got the medals, we got the sponsors. We got, actually, we just brought on uh, a scent protein powder and, and uh, they sent all kinds of stuff. So, you know, we were ready, but I wasn't ready. You know, I was just yeah. not into it because, you know, just going through that grieving process of my mom and, you know, so I just wasn't into it. And our and to be honest with you, our numbers were really low as far as the um, you know signups. So yeah. I, my girlfriend who's helped do my website and stuff, she's a darling, and uh, she was one. She was like, Heidi, why don't you just postpone it? People understand, and and so I did. So it, it's we postponed it to um, April eighteenth, which is a Sunday. So the concept is um, it's going to be intense, you know. Um, if you want to be in the, uh, the elite heat, you know, we have cash prize money. Uh, of course we have gifts as well um, from the, our sponsors, but um, the uh, open heats are, you know, you can take your time, but the, uh, the elite heats is, is pretty, it's going to be pretty intense. You know, you have workout zones and then you have a four to 500 meter. We haven't decided yet as far as the distance um, in between the, the, the fit zones themselves. Okay. And, we're going to have some similar things like tank, you know, the tanks are going to be in it. We're going to have pull-ups that are going to be in it. So it's not going to be exactly like high rocks or DECA. The workout zones are going to be different. You're going to have a pull-up station. You're going to have rope climbs. You're going to have toward the end, you're going to have the platinum rig that you're going to be going through or the battle frog rig, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You're going to have a uh, twister in there. You're going to have gibbons in there. And there's a possibility that I may have um, Dom's new, um, clips the reverse clips have you seen them i have not actually it's kind of like a reverse gibbons they're really really tough it's kind of like a little metal bracket like this and you hold mm. this handheld thing that's very heavy and you have to clip it in it oh wow yeah and they're small like the gibbons are larger and you got the dot uh, the you know the wood um i can't remember what they call that thing <laughs> whatever it is. And uh, so, yeah, it's pretty intense. So we're, we're thinking about adding that only to the elites 
the, okay. the yeah, because that's going to be pretty intense. But a lot of the other things are pretty simple, you know, box jumps and, you know, skiing and rowing and, and um, you know, uh, heavy ball over the shoulders and things like that. So it's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So those, those kind of the, like when you said the heavy ball over the shoulder, like my, my area of specialty, I'm not, I'm not um, really too good at running. Like I, I need to work on my endurance. Um, But my thing is like mass weight movement. That is like, I am down. Right. Like when you talk (laughs) about moving mass amounts of weight, that is, that's my, my specialty. I feel like, um, like my legs, I've always said that my legs are like my, my powerhouse when it comes to moving weight. And for me, I like, I, I lifted a lot of weights in high school, um, played a lot of football, stuff like that. And that was primarily what I like to do. It was kind of like this competition of, you know, who can lift more and who can, you know, who can move more. And, right. and so I, I kind of struggle with, and amazingly enough, I don't have very much upper body strength anymore, which is kind of weird. You would think that that would have been something that I would have maintained after high school, but you know, you get, you get into an office job and you start, (laughs) by the time you get home, by the time you get home from work, you know, you don't want to do anything besides, Ooh, excuse me, hiccups. You don't want to do anything besides relax and stuff like that. And so like going, you know, in, after my teenage years, I kind of like lost my, um, my drive, my motivation to actually kind of work out and stuff like that. And, um, now, now that I'm, you know, a father and I've, I've started to kind of pick back up, um, a couple of years ago, I, I'd say four coming up on five years ago, um, we were getting ready to have our first, uh, our first kid. And that's when I was like, you know what? I really, really want to be around and physically capable of doing the things that my daughter wants to do and, and keep up with that. And so that's, that's kind of what got me started into mine as far as getting back into shape and all that. And then just recently with, um, and so during that time I'd actually lost 90 pounds. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was great. And I felt so awesome. I had so much energy. Um, Congratulations. That's amazing. And uh, thank you. And then um, I kept that off for quite a while. Uh, We were going out doing OCR events, stuff like that. Um, And then end of uh, 2019, that's when kind of the whole COVID thing hit um, going into 2020. And then, March of 2020, we had um, our second child. And um, after that, I was like, hey, you know, I've got to kind of go on this hiatus a little bit. Um, And just being at home, kind of, you know, tending to the family and and helping out with um, the youngest, uh, I became kind of lax in my workout duties. And (laughs) so I put a little bit of that back on. And um, so we've, we've kind of jumped back now that the, now that our kids, Coming up on, geez, my wife's going to kill me because I forgot this. Um, <laughs> no, she's uh, she's coming up on 11, 11 months this month, and uh, so she'll be she'll be a year in March. But she um, is starting to be kind of self sufficient, and you know, she's her mind is focused on something. She's more you know attentive to other things, and her attention just stays focused on something. So now we've actually gotten back into working out more and we've kind of made it this like partnership thing, my, my wife and I, to yeah. where um, we, we are each other's encouragement. We are the motivation for each other. So, um, That's great. Cause the kids yeah. see that too, you know, and they need exactly. That. And, and I'm, I'm actually really happy because last night, 
my oldest, um, Miriam, she is um, climbing around on everything. And she said last night, she says, look, Papa. And she starts climbing on the outside of her um, her bunk bed. Right. And it's kind of like this, like the Z wall thing that they have. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's climbing on that and then she's like, she'll hold on to it and she like leans back and reaches around the bed. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And you need and, you to know, start building a rig out back. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's what I told my wife. I was like, you know what? This this right here is the start of her career. There it a, is. You know, as an OCR competitor. And um, you know, I've got plans once the snow kind of goes away and we've get a little bit more space in our backyard. Um, I'm planning on setting up little things that she can climb over, jump oh, on, yeah. you know, do stuff and, and really turn that into something that she likes to kind of get her introduced into it, but also as kind of a way to keep me involved in it to, to kind of be kind of like my checks and balances to make sure that I am staying involved in it as well. Yeah. I know my son's 26 and he's, um, you know, of course, I've always been an athlete, so mm-hmm. he, we pretty much encouraged him at a very young age to, um, you know, swim, great tennis player, great basketball player. Of course, he's 6'5", you know, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, I'd go out there because I'd play tennis and I'd watch my son. And I was like, oh, my God, he was like effortless. His strokes were like cutting warm butter, man. It was just amazing. <laughs> I must have rigor mortis or something because this kid is just amazing. He's like, mom, you're just too stiff. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> Is that it? But I mean, it's just, you know, you try to encourage them at a young age to, to, you know, sports is not going to hurt anybody. It's just, you know, and, you know, I'm really proud of my son right now. He's doing his advanced master's program in biomedical. He's up at uh, Old Miss and um, he's killing it, you know, and then uh, to dental school. So, yeah, he's doing, he's really focused and a great athlete. And it it frustrates him because, you know, being an athlete, as you know, you know, and you take time off because you have other priorities in your life. And, and I know I took 17 years off of my life as far (laughs) as being an athlete to raise my son. So I know, you know what it's like, but you know, you have a priority and you want that kid to be the best that he can be better than you. Exactly. So you want to be able to give them what you didn't have, you know, exactly. exactly. A better opportunity than when you have. So for me, it wasn't, you know, did I miss it? Oh yeah. You know, but you know, I, I, I would rather, I do it all over again for my son. So, and, yeah, and absolutely. to see him, you know, and I see him going through the struggle now because he's, you know, studying right now for his finals and he's like, I can't get to the gym and I can't meal prep. And <laughs> I'm, I'm packing like five peanut butter and jellies in my backpack, you know, and, and just to hear this. And I'm like, you know what, honey, in the, in the long run, it's going to be so worth it. You're going to look back and think, you know what, that was nothing. Exactly. So, and there's nothing wrong with with focusing on something else for oh, sure, you know, for a, an amount of time, whatever it is that you need to do to accomplish that specific goal that's in front of you and then pick back up where you left off. Right. I mean, you know, I, I had to learn that a couple of times in life. Some of them were certainly very hard, but you know, you live, you learn. So good luck to him. I, I wish him all the yeah, best. Yeah. Um, uh, masters. You know, I, was, I was an old mom, you know, I didn't have, I never wanted to have kids. Cause I was like a nomad. I was like, you know, youngest in the family and I traveled a lot and, you know, skied, I was skiing in you know, Florida. And so, you know, at 36, all of a sudden you find out you're pregnant and, you know, so, but it's the best thing that I could have ever, you know, didn't want kids. And then I had one and, you know, it's the best thing I could have ever done in my life. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So. And, very happy and 
And your life doesn't stop there. I had so many people tell me that, oh, you're not going to be able to do this anymore. Oh, hell, I took Chandler to Super Bowl. I took him everywhere. I mean, (laughs) anywhere I went, that kid went. So, you know, your life doesn't stop. It just gets better. Exactly. And, you know, like one of those things that we had said, you know, you, you take some time off to accomplish a certain goal. That's kind of where we were at the first couple of years with our first child was we we kind of, I wouldn't necessarily distanced ourselves from society, but it was like, we just weren't as, you know, present in it um, because we had a new focus, you know? And, and, and so there were some friends that we kind of got a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot, but you know, some friends that gave us a little bit of flack for it. Like, Hey, where are you guys at? We never see you anymore. It's like, Whoa, Hey, did you hear the news? We have a kid now. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, um, Big responsibility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like I can just abandon my child and, right. and you know, be wherever you want me to be 24 um, seven. But yeah, I, you know, and, and I get it. It's, it's definitely been, it's definitely been a task for us. You know, we're learning how to manage our priorities and, you know, make time for ourselves. That was the hard part for us was actually structuring things to make time for us. Right. And once we started kind of developing, like trying other things, you know, different ways of keeping um, our children interested and, and keeping our children occupied with, you know, whatever, whether it's, you know, educational materials or um, preschool or stuff like that. Preschool, by the way, has been awesome because that gives us time really to focus on what we want to do. So we've, right. uh, we've got really big into a lot healthier eating. Now um, we're doing more and more prep. So um, having that, that preschool there. And, and by the way, she is like, I don't know if she's going to be a genius or whatnot, but she is <laughs> fantastic at what she does. She comes home from daycare or slash preschool. Right. Um, we call it, you know, we call it daycare, but essentially it's preschool. Right. Um, right. She comes home from that and it's just insane how much she knows. Like she's using words that I never would have oh, imagined. I Wait till she's in third grade and they're doing algebra equations and you're like, I did that in high school. Exactly. Right. It's, it's like, you probably do it in kindergarten for God's sake. Cause they're so advanced now. Yeah. They like, that was, my son's like, mom, you got to use the computer. I'm like, honey, I had an abacus. I had beads. I was an abacus. When I was a kid. <laughs> right. I mean, you guys were on the computer at two. I have beads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking uh, old, honey. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much, uh, how much things develop, uh, you know, inside their brains and how much they catch on to. And, and that's kind of why now that she's, you know, climbing around on stuff, cause she sees me watching stuff every once in a while and right. on OCR and all that. And she'll ask me, what are they doing? And I'm like, Oh, they're climbing on this obstacle. Look at this obstacle. Check this out. This is what this is. And I'll kind of explain it to her. And, and she'll, she's like, Oh, that looks cool. I want to do that too. And so while she's in this, this young phase of, of being intrigued by everything, I think right. that's, that's kind of important that I really want to get her involved in it. Oh, yeah. And I would, fearless man they're like monkeys yeah and they're so resilient i mean they can they could fall from like 40 feet and be all right look i landed (laughs) on my head i'm cool (laughs) (laughs) exactly so so kind of getting back into the events and stuff like that i know that covid's obviously going to be a topic in this but what kind of challenges have you had to kind of overcome with your event oh well we've had to you know the the um the whole setup of the 
the uh, race itself. It's more it's more of a hybrid competition because you get you've got three different aspects of it. You have the endurance, the run. Because I don't want people to think that okay, this is just like a Deca event or a High Rocks event because it's not. It's a it's an actually it's a it's a competition where you're doing OCR, you're doing CrossFit moves, and you're doing endurance. So you've got them all together. It's a challenge, you know, like you're going to get people that, you know, like Rose Wetzel, who's an amazing runner, you know, Mm -hmm. but her strength skills are not there. Yeah. She's like a deer when she's running, but you know, some of the people that are stronger, just like you, you have the strength to do certain things. So it gives every athlete the advantage. And that's what I like about this type of uh, competition that I'm going to hold is like everybody has the advantage to win. It's not just like, okay, um, so-and-so is here and he's going to kill it because he's great. He's got great agility on the obstacles and he's a great runner, but how strong is he? You yeah. know what I mean? So you're, you have three different aspects to put into one equation and I think it's going to be a great thing. But as far as getting back to uh, COVID um, we're limiting our, um, our uh, fit zones and the, the obstacle course itself to uh, six athletes at a time. And the reason okay. being is I, for one, want to take precautions, not only for myself, for, but for my racers and for my judges and for the volunteers mm-hmm. uh, to protect everyone and people that are watching. We're, we're going to do it at South County Park. Okay. And, uh, and it's a big open area with a pavilion and everything. So people can walk around the whole, um, area and look at everybody, everything going on. So it'll be pretty, pretty cool. Um, we're going to have, uh, in between each racer, uh, fogging the, the, um, uh, the rig, you know, once they go through, we'll have misters to miss them. So, you know, you know, when you're okay. sweating and stuff, some of the areas they won't be able to get to because they're higher, you know, the rings or whatever, or the monkey yeah. bars. So we have, you know, misters that would be spraying everything down. And by the time the next batch or next group of people come through, everything will be, you know, sterilized and sanitized. And, oh. you know, so, and then we'll have a uh, big giant, we have giant gallon pump containers out there, which we okay. encourage people to use as well. So, yeah, we're really, uh, you know, enforcing that. And, and, and taking precautions, Absolutely. but it, it, it has put a limit. Now I have raced a few races in the, in the past few months, you know, and traveled to a few and the numbers are really down, you know, for everyone, you know? So, um, you know, we were doing this as a test race and we were going to kind of keep the numbers down, but right now we're open it for everyone. And, and mm-hmm. we're, you know, we, we, I just put a, uh, a 50% discount on the, on the, we got a, on the card um so if you if you sign up on run sign up for extreme fit games we have um the the code i think is fit zone for 50 percent off because i do understand there are a lot of people that have gotten hit hard with the covid and uh you know so this is our way of kind of giving back and and hoping opening the doors to people that have you know they can't financially afford to spend you know 100 250 dollars or whatever on on a race yeah. And um, so we're, we're doing that until March 1st and, you know, hope it'll and encourage a lot of people to come out and enjoy themselves. And like I said, we're going to have, you know, some pretty good cash prizes for the winner, top three men and top three women and masters as well, plus prizes. So, you know, it should be good. And we hope we have a, a pretty good turnout. The next one we're going to do in the Stone Crab Stadium. So that's going to be a pretty big one. 
Okay. And um, yeah, and I'm and I'm working with. I've got a couple of friends that I'm working with. Dan that owns Hildervat. He has a race that he's putting on. And uh, matter of fact, I think Lindsay uh, Weber is going to his next event up in uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Beach, which I ran his last event. Uh, he's coming down and he's going to be, uh, he's bringing a couple of his uh, uh, pieces of equipment down to my race. So we're kind of working together uh, in the state of Florida. I actually, we, we were just up in uh, Waldo, Florida at a race. And I had brought up and loaned my uh, equipment to a friend of mine, Aaron, that had a race up there. And I loaned my Gibbons and the Twister to him. So we're trying to all kind of work together during this this time, this COVID time. Because, you know, yeah. we're not... We're not Spartan. We're not, you know, we're not a oh, yeah. savage race. We're we're small hometown races trying to do the things that we're passionate about and and try to, you know, spread the word of, you know, being a trying to be the best you you can possibly be out there and push yourself beyond limits and uh, and show people mm-hmm. what's out there, you know. Exactly. So, you know, uh, as far as the, you know, COVID, we're doing taking every precaution known to man. And, uh, but in trying to host a halfway decent race at the same time. So hopefully it'll, yeah. hopefully it'll go over well. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, that's kind of been a staple for us this past year. Um, we started out kind of in 2020, we wanted to really focus on supporting more local races. Um, cause like you said, you know, it's while we love all the bigger, like the bigger names, the, all the big corporate races and stuff like that, they're, the the local stuff there's essentially the you know the two levels there's the the big name races and then there's the locals and we kind of wanted to get into supporting the local races because that's that's kind of where our community um i think really becomes stronger you know you see people at these at these big mass events um and you know and you might not see them again until another mass event and but these mass events are starting to get, you know, more and more expensive. They're oh, starting yeah. to get, yeah. you know, um, the, obviously since the popularity started really catching on, it was like, Oh, Hey, you know, we can make you know a ton more money on this. Yeah. And, and so we've kind of made it like this focus to really look at local races and try to help promote that. And so we're, we're all like completely 100% behind supporting local races. And then, you know, right now, especially during this time, that's something right. that you kind of got to do. You know, you just, you have right. to team up with everybody and kind of do your own thing. And, and honestly, I love it. I, I think it's really actually a really great thing. So. I, you know, I've, what I've noticed since I've been doing these DECA events at my gym, which is, it's really interesting because, you know, here we are, we're, I mean, I'm in Ho-Dunk, Florida, man. I'm in South Florida, small Punta Gorda. It's not even on the map, for God's sake. I mean, it's a beautiful <laughs> town. Don't get me wrong. But it is like, it's small. Because I'm originally from Connecticut. So it's like, this is like a really small town. You have more but alligators it, than re- uh, residents. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But you know what's interesting that I found, and I'm really, really proud of the gym that I train at. You know, that where where I have my equipment out, and I do the Deca events at, and I Extreme Fit Games is at, and it's it's a CrossFit gym called CrossFit Warpath. Okay. And I work with the two owners there, Donnie and Ricky, and we, you know, I combine my gym and their gym, and we work together on things. But I'll tell you what what amazes me that I've seen athletes and now you have to understand being competing at the level that I've competed at, you know, and I'm not, you know, a Lindsay or a Corinna, but you know, I'm an old bag and I try to kick as much ass as I possibly can out there. But 
you know, I've been around the block a little bit in this racing and, and we, there was a team event in the DECA. And so we, I completely forgot about it because my mom had passed away. So my head was not on my shoulders and Donnie was like, well, you know, that the team event. And I thought, Oh my God, I forgot about it. We didn't even put a, a team together. So it was the last day to submit your scores. So I was like, here we are. It's like five minutes. It's like six o'clock at night, the night, the last night. And we put two teams together. Not only did we put, and this is where the point I'm getting at. I don't care where you live. I don't care if you're the top athlete in the world. If you have the drive and the determination to kick ass and get to the top of that leaderboard on a national level or a global level, and you have the heart and soul and put everything you have into it, you can do it. We put two teams together. We not only won the event, but we got sixth place overall on a national level in the DECA at the last day, putting it together within minutes. We were just like, okay, who wants to do what? And we (laughs) figured it out. And then we just put these teams together, started the time clock and did the strong and submitted it. And we couldn't believe it. I mean, I think we beat... Uh, it was Joe's team who was, I think, was in first uh, that owns Get It Fitness. And I love Joe, <laughs> but we were we were wanting to kick his ass. So we, <laughs> we did it, man. We put it together and we ended up getting first place overall in six. So we were pretty happy with that. So, oh, yeah. you know, here you are. And it's like these people are like, well, who are these people? You know, because the only one they know is me, you know, and they know none of these other people. So it's yeah. it's really exciting for me to see how far these athletes have come because they're so acclimated to doing just CrossFit. And now they're like, I've got the rings in there and I got a rig in there and we've got all the other stuff, you know, the skiers and all the other goodies to play on. And it's so fun to watch them progress and get that, you know, the feeling that I get, you know, the desire to to be a better person, better athlete, you know, better you, you know, and so it really, it gives me the excitement to see them getting excited. You know, of course yeah. I love to win too. So and compete. <laughs> you don't like to win. No, oh, no, not, not at all. <laughs> I don't have a competitive bone in my body. No, uh, no, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you this. I'm not messing with you uh, at all. You, <laughs> you know, my ass you know, any, any day of the week. <laughs> You know, and just even competing and doing the best that I am out there, even if I don't make it on the podium, if I feel I ran a good race, I win. It's a win-win yeah. situation for me. Exactly. Even if I lose and I'm happy with my performance or I PR'd for, you know, for Allison Ty, because she's my running coach. You know, if I did a great run and I came in and I felt that, man, I did, I killed that run. Yeah. You know, I may have shit the bed on this, but I, I killed it and I feel good about myself. You know, so what? I didn't get on the podium, yeah. you know, but it's so it's a win-win situation for me, you know, yeah. I could still lose and win, you know? So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's all about that, you know, um, for me, and I'm sure that it, it relates to your mindset as well. It's just, you know, you, you set yourself up in this goal and you want to accomplish that. And once you do nothing else really matters except for that one goal right there. Right. Um, you know, and when you can accomplish or accomplish that everything outside of that, doesn't even matter. Right. So, so once again, I know you've, you've got an event coming up in April. Right. Um, if you, um, what, uh, if we could, you know, that, that way we can get it promoted a little bit more. Um, okay. when, yeah, when's, when's the event and, uh, and how 18th, can we find it? April 18th. Uh, it's a Sunday, uh, only because my, um, 
my uh, timing guy has a try. He, he times all over the place. So mm. he has a triathlon on sa- uh, Saturday. So it's April 18th. It's in Ponta Gorda, Florida at South County Park. And um, you can get on run sign up. Here's a little card here. I don't know if you can okay. see it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and uh, you can get run- on runsignup.com and sign up. And you can use uh, FitZone for a 50% off uh, ticket price. And that's any, you know, if you want to be in the elite or if you want to be in the open mm-hmm. and you can pick whatever time you want. And uh, that's going to be uh, good until March 1st. And if you have any groups, you know, and you want a group discount, don't hesitate to reach out to me, you know, just kind of, you know, message me, private message me and you want, mm-hmm. you know, discounts or whatever. Okay. And uh, like I said, we have, um, uh, Ascent Protein, that's one of our current sponsors, and Dom from Platinum Rig. And, uh, you know, of course, he did the Battle Frog Rig. He's yep. He sent a bunch of goodies for everyone, too. He sent, uh, let's see, he sent wristbands and buffs. Heck, yeah, she's all loaded up. <laughs> yeah, so he really loaded me up with a lot of good things. And, uh, of course, I think he wants me to torture everybody with that new clip thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got sunglasses. We have a sunglass company. Oh, man, those are so nice. We got, we got a lot of great things. My friend Scott Mead, I can't I don't know if you can see over there. We got, let me just go over. He sent us shakers, shaker cups. Heck, yeah. Scott Mead, all the awards. Uh, big giant bags of protein powder. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, my zone heart rate monitors we've got that and we got a bunch of cases of the ascent protein water so we're we're ready to go my dog heck so yeah far. pulling out all the stops so yeah 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 we got a lot of goodies and uh and I, we, of course we got our t-shirts heck yeah there it is <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we're real excited we're really excited and you know if our numbers aren't there at least we'll have a great time and you know we'll get on the map and hopefully i've talked to um Rachel Ann with OCR World Championships. And of course, we have to host our first race and hopefully we'll be an OCR World Championship qualifier next year. So yeah, so that's a That's a good thing. So we're really excited, you know, about that. And um, just excited to see everybody out there learning new things and attempting, you know, the the race itself. So It's a shame you cool. can't come down. You look, I know. Beautiful. Man, I would love to come down there to beautiful, sunny Florida. <laughs> I've only been down there once, actually. Oh, you're it was, kidding. No, I've, I've been down there one time, and I was a kid. Parents took me down there because we lived in uh, Savannah, Georgia for a while. Right. And uh, so, yeah, we've only I've only actually been to Florida one time. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I know. I want to go back. Yeah, um, come down. Bring the kitties. Yeah, there we go. We'll all just take a big vacation. <laughs> there you go. Um, awesome. So before we wrap up, Heidi, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Heidi Williams at, on Facebook. Um, my, what am I on uh, uh, Instagram? Your Heidi I, OCR. Yeah. And, uh, and then Extreme Fit Games on okay. uh, Facebook as well. Awesome. So, yeah. So yeah, if you want to sign up, go to runsignup.com and uh, we'd love to have you and it's going to be a great race. Cool. Get some money, get some goodies. <laughs> also. Um, yes. And, and also for anybody listening, um, you can enter, I uh, believe there's links posted on the extreme fitness games or extreme fit games through the links provided on their Facebook page. Um, that's extreme spelled X T R E M E fit games. Um, we're also providing a link uh, in the episode description 
So that way it's kind of an easier access point as well. So you, um, you have many avenues to check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and here we are at the end. Uh, thank you so much for being our guest on BeastNet tonight and for giving us the motivation, the inspiration to be stronger, better versions of ourselves. Heidi, it's been a pleasure and, uh, and we look forward to hearing from you again. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully I can get you come down for the next race. Yes. I'll talk to, uh, I'll talk to Don and Mike and uh, we'll have to make a trip down to Florida. One of these. Days. Oh, it'd be awesome. We'll awesome. put you up and uh, you'll have a great time. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely, I'll talk to Don as soon as I'm done with this. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank of you. Of course. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, Find us on Facebook, like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.